This is the Dave and Shecky Show. We got this groovy podcast for ya. Reviewing crazy tunes or quoting Twain and Sting and Doom. We'll bring ideas to share like bonus points for extra flair. Cause it's the freaking Dave and Shecky Show. Checky show, we're bringing you this groovy review. We might preview movies, bake some bread, or drink some smoothies. So come on, have way too much caffeine. You roll up some rivers, I'll reference some Raffi. This is the Dave and Checky show. Hey, which one of you guys is Reginald Denny? All right, let's start again. Hey, which one of you guys isn't Reginald Denny? Eh, that's what I want to know. What are you going to do? I like it better when you do a phone call. Oh, I was trying to be political. I don't want us to be political. All right, well, how about this? Uh-huh. If I were to say to you, uh-huh. hold your head even higher, uh-huh. and into the fire we go, mm. what would you say? I'd say... Does it rhyme with faggotry? Oh, I, no. Oh. I'm not a fan of rhyming, but that doesn't strike me as a rhyme. It's not a rhyme. It's one of the worst musicals ever. Musical? The Scarlet Pimpernel. Oh. What was How that? do you make a musical out of the Scarlet Pimpernel? Is it Pimpernel or is it Pimpernel? I like to call it Pimpernel. Okay. I believe it's not... Pimpernel? Pimpernel. I believe it's Pimpernel. Is that like the original uh, OG? The Scarlet Pimpernel? The original OG, I believe, is redundant. <laughs> As That's right. As the O in OG also stands for original. Exactly. I was just testing you. The double original. Is that what you're doing? All right. Well, don't hold your head even higher and don't go into the fire. Why are you uh, looking at lyrics? Well, I just got to tell you that at one point in time, there was a commercial on the TV uh-huh. with a lunatic screaming that, and it was supposedly singing. Just your typical New York romance. The Scarlet Pimpernel, Broadway's most intriguing musical. For tickets, call Ticketmaster at 212-307-4100. It's forever etched upon my mind. Well, I, Like you, the phrase, forever etched upon my mind. You know what's interesting to me is uh-huh. that that is what your takeaway was, but yet you didn't quite grasp the pronunciation of Pimpernel. 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 Okay. Space shuttle endeavor. Endeavor. Okay. Uh, Pimpernel. So no phone call. Just uh, just this interesting. Uh, not so much information. Welcome, 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 everyone, to episode number eighty-six. Episode number eighty-six of the middle-aged cool kids super terrific podcast, featuring your pals Roberto Benini and Peter Sellers. I want to be Roberto Benini. I want to be Peter Sellers. All right. Now what? Sands the heart attack. Okay. All right. Uh, Excellent. 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 
I am. Uh, I just want to, let, you know, let that sink in. All right, let it sink in. I like to watch. What? What? Peter Sellers. Oh. Okay. I like to watch. All right. <clears throat> Bertie Num Num. Roberto Num Num. Roberto Num Num Benini. All right. Uh, Is that a bread? Scarlet Pimpernel. <laughs> okay, that's Pimpernel. Oh. Uh, 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 All right, so uh, uh, I have no idea what today's podcast is about. I uh, no one told me. I'm just walking in here. I was trying to get a coffee. What are we doing? Today's episode's all about Davy Five Hundred Four. What? No. Uh, OMG. Uh, OMG. Epico. It's not really, but uh, he really is worthy of a whole episode. Um, but that is not what today's episode is about. What? Simp. Uh, today's episode is number six, I believe, of our Unsolved Mysteries, Deep Dark Secrets, and Conspiracies. What is it? Conspiracies, Deep Dark Secrets, and Unsolved Mysteries. That sounds correct. Episode, I believe it's Epico. number six. Epico number six. So, uh, for whatever reason, people... Uh, seem to somewhat dig our conspiracies deep dark secrets and unsolved mystery shows uh, maybe they just click on them thinking that they'll be more serious than they are um, I don't know alright so how these usually work is I will say to you Dave which would you like to do first Leonard Nimoy the conspiracy the deep dark secret or the unsolved mystery we do not go in order folks which one involves Leonard Nimoy? The none of them actually this time involve. You know what? That's not true. The unsolved mystery, of course, involves Leonard Nimoy. Well, in that case, let's start with that one. Our unsolved mystery today is Bobby Fuller. Bobby Fuller was a rock and roll legend in the making. Then he was found dead in his car, doused with gasoline. The police suggested suicide. Others said a beautiful blonde and ties to the mob led to a cold-blooded execution. What happened to Bobby Fuller? Perhaps tonight we'll find the answer here on the streets of Hollywood. Bobby Fuller lived and died. Join me. Unsolved mystery. A break in the rocks and the hot sun. I fought the law and the law one. I fought the law and the law Now, is he the chess player? That's Bobby Fischer. Now, is he the recording artist? Yes, he Did fought he the law. Did he fight the law? Yes. And the law apparently won. Sadly, the law Are you the telling me won. that Joe Strummer did not write that song? Did not. Are you telling me that Joe Strummer is not his real name? Uh, I, this is not about Joe Strummer. Good. How about Mick Jones? No, Bobby God Fuller. damn it. Bobby Fuller. He sounds like a guy with an ego problem. 
Bobby Fuller was a big singing star in the 60s. His band, the Bobby Fuller Four. See, what am I talking about? You don't name your band the Bobby Fuller Four unless you're an egomaniac. First off. Signed with Delphi Records and became famous. Jimmy Page didn't even name his band Jimmy Page Four. With their cover of the song I Fought the Law. He's like, what does he think he's Dave Clark? Sands One. By 1966, the band was headlining at hot spots throughout the country. Now, is Bobby Fuller his real name, or is that some other cover-up for what he really is? Uh, I mean, is he Italian or something? I don't understand why an Italian person would change their name. I don't either, but it happens all the time. Dean Martin. I'm only asking. Robert Gaston Fuller. See, he changed it. No, he did not. Oh. Okay. His name is Bobby Fuller. All right. Is he? Uh, what? What is? What's the? Uh, what's that ethnicity? What's that ethnicity? Fuller. Yeah. Was that American? Was that American Indian? <laughs> Fuller. Is that English? Is he Irish? It's it's white of some sort. God damn it! That guy's a Mayflower man. Could be a Mayflower guy. I'm not sure. All right. Let me not deviate you. Yeah. Anyway, um, on the night of July 17th, 1966, he left in his mother's Oldsmobile. Uh, I guess as part of, uh, he was going from one gig to another, I guess they're trying to imply here. The next morning... His mom awoke and found that he had not returned. At 5 p.m., 14 hours after Bobby had left, the car was back, parked in the vacant lot next to the apartment building. His mother found his bruised and bloodied body, which was already in deep rigor mortis, in the front seat of the car. Yuckin' see duty. Wait, where'd she find the car? Back where it belonged. So it wasn't there, and then it was there? It wasn't there. Then it was there. All right. Now, but what? it was there with her sons uh, somewhat recently, but maybe not too recently, deceased yeah. uh, remains, if he All was right. already in the rigor <clears throat> of mortis. <clears throat> Next to him, in the sealed yet unlocked vehicle, was... A one-third full gas container with a hose attached. Bobby himself was drenched in gasoline. It appeared as though someone had tried to burn his remains but got distracted. Blood was found on his face and the car seat next to his head. The state of his body showed he'd been dead for at least three hours. Based on his mother's statements... Someone had to have driven the car into the parking lot after his death. All right, the mother's guilty. Despite the evidence, investigators were convinced that he committed suicide. Yeah. I happen to know a little about the case. All right. And I believe it was a mob hit. At first, they believed that he had died from drinking gasoline. Oh, that's what everybody does. Was it? Was he was listening to Trump? However, the coroner found no gasoline in his stomach. Well, that don't mean he didn't drink it. The coroner's... Well, yes, actually it does. The coroner's office determined that he had died of asphyxia due to inhalation of gasoline. 
There were also discrepancies in the coroner's report. One page listed his death as an accident, while another page had question marks next to accident and suicide. Well, did he have a uh, propensity to uh, sniff gasoline? Injuries on his body, including a broken finger and other bruises, suggested that he had been assaulted before his death. Oh, a mob hit. Worse yet, evidence was destroyed or discarded, and the vehicle was never dusted for prints. Now, where'd this happen? In L.A. County? Was this in L.A.? Hey, is this just another one of these cases that they just fucking shit the bed with? Yes. Outside of the, uh, the automobile had been parked outside of his Hollywood apartment. Bed shitter. Now... What was his involvement with the mafia? I'm, uh, I don't know. We'll have to keep going. Uh, Bob Keen of Delphi Records witnessed one of the investigators throwing the gas can into the garbage. When asked why the can was being thrown away, the investigator said that Bobby was just a rock and roll punk who killed himself. Uh, it's possible. His family believes that investigators incorrectly assumed he committed suicide because his mother stated that he was upset around the time of his death. However, she and the rest of his loved ones stated that he was not depressed or suicidal. Bob Keen did recall that he and Bobby had gotten into a disagreement about his music sounding too much like his idol, Buddy Holly. However, he does not believe that this upset Bobby enough for him to kill himself. Rumors no. began to swirl that Bobby may have been murdered because his girlfriend, Melody, had connections to the mob. Some people believe Bobby kept the affair secret because Melody's boyfriend, who may have had ties to the mob, was still in the picture. There was a very nefarious character in LA at the time who was operating a number of nightclubs. Um, and had a reputation for being a violent man, and this was uh, supposedly his girlfriend, but nobody really knew except that she did exist. Uh, Bobby did have a certain amount of affection for her and tried to see her occasionally. That's all we know. Oh boy. Bobby's drummer, Dalton Powell, had been confronted by three violent guys looking for Bobby before the murder. Hey, hey, see, Bobby, we're violent guys. Others said Bobby was depressed over a canceled tour. However, the full circumstances surrounding his death are yet to be revealed. Yeah, good luck with that turning around anytime soon. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to say that uh, the drummer... Dalton Powell. Huh? Very suspicious. That sounds like a black guy. It sounds, you know, when Susan Smith said that uh, a black guy came and took her car and then drove the kids into the lake. Yeah. Uh, Dalton Powell saying that three guys, violent guys, were looking for Bobby. I, that, you know what? Well, I don't buy the story. Well, let's see. Well, look up Dalton Powell. Let's see what this nigga looks like. Okay, David. What? David. Sorry. Also, I just feel like uh, you kind of hit it before where it was the Bobby Fuller 4. I had read earlier, we had uh, we were going to do this particular episode uh, a while ago and something happened where we didn't. But in my 
preparation for that time, I had read that the, there were band members that were pissed that it was the Bobby Fuller Four. Oh, well, that I, they had I, gone with him. Could always quit. Well, that they had gone with him, and that uh, you know he, they were from his hometown. Well, maybe they weren't talented. Maybe they didn't have the Bobby Fuller look. Uh, Dalton Powell was a childhood friend of Jim Reese. By early 1960, Powell had joined Reese in the band The Embers, playing piano. Later on, Bobby Fuller joined on drums and occasionally guitar. The Embers had recorded material on Fuller's reel-to-reel tape recorder in his home. And uh, the Embers backed Fuller on his first solo release in 1961. Uh, You're in Love backed with Guess Will Fall in Love. The single was put out on Yucca Records and became a regional hit. From 1962 on, Pal would occasionally play in Fuller's band and record in his newly constructed home studio. By 1964, Pal and Reese were both permanent members of the band. The band had decided to seek out a major label in Hollywood again. However, Pal was unable to make the move as he had married and started a family. As a result, Fuller added Dwayne Quirico to the band to fill in drumming duty to fill in drumming duties. Afterwards, the band, now known as the Bobby Fuller Four, was signed by Bob Keen under Delphi Records. I don't know. My guess is My guess is something. Something bad happened with the band members. That's my full guess. What's it say about Fuller's death there? By 1966, the band began to decline. Reese had received his draft notice for Vietnam, and Powell planned to quit the so band. This is a Saigon. And Powell planned to quit the band to return home to his family. It was also known that Fuller planned to start a solo career. While scheduling one last band meeting, Fuller ultimately didn't attend. The band abruptly disbanded after Fuller was found dead in his mother's Oldsmobile on July 22, 1966. Powell and Reese fled Los Angeles after three armed men came to their apartment looking for Bobby, saying they would return. Bobby? After the initial verdict was made suicide for Fuller's death, Powell opposed this, believing Fuller was incapable of suicide. Later, the death was mysteriously changed to accident. Oh, mysterious. Uh, This is sounding like someone killed him. Yes, I Mm. think it's someone in the band, Mm. honestly. I don't know. Maybe someone connected with law enforcement. Why? Because they have power to change mysterious connections. I don't. I think Charlie in the sixties it wasn't such a difficult uh, <clears throat> task. Let me tell you something. Uh huh. I have nothing to say. Uh, according to unsolvedmysteries.fandom.com, it says no known suspects. However, his family and friends believe that his death may have been related to his girlfriend, Melody. 
what she got to say. No one knew Melody very well, and the couple's relationship was apparently clandestine. Oh, jeez. Or clandestine. Yeah, that's what it is. Some people believed that they kept their relationship secret because Melody's boyfriend, who allegedly had ties to the mob, was still involved with her. It sounds like a bunch of shenanigans. According to Bobby's brother, Randy... Hey, Randy Fuller here. Can I help you? The couple planned to go to a party at a beach on the night before Bobby was found dead. Ooh, that sounds sensual. Melody apparently drove him to the party where people allegedly were drinking and doing drugs. Oh, jeez. Rumors circulated that Bobby died of a drug overdose or a fight while at the party and his death was covered up because other celebrities were at the party. However, no drugs were found in his system. Now, this was a segment on Unsolved Mysteries. The show Unsolved Mysteries. With that weird guy? Robert Stack? (laughs) Yes. He's not a weird guy. Oh, tell that to Robert Stacks. On the night of the the broadcast, David... Bobby's girlfriend, Melody, Melody, called into the number on the screen. But was it really her or just someone pretending to be her? Although she confirmed several facts in the story, she did claim that she did not date anyone who had ties to the mob and that she was not with Bobby the night he died. However, she also believes that Bobby did not commit suicide. Years later, Bobby's death was charged, changed from suicide to accident, and his family now hopes that his body will be exhumed in order to find out what happened to him. Uh, this was as of the 1996 airing of Unsolved Mysteries. It says in a 2015 book co-written by Randy Fuller, it is theorized that Morris Levy the roulette records owner known for his strong arm tactics and mafia ties was involved in Bobby's death. In 1966, Bob Keen signed a deal with roulette to distribute Bobby's music. Randy believes that his brother may have been killed because he wanted to back out of a business deal with Levy who died in 1990. However, this theory has not been confirmed. It's possible. I think it's band members. I think those guys came from the same place he did. I don't think it's the band members. I think it's at least a band member. That's my guess. Yeah, I never know. You think it's uh, Melody and Mob Talk? No, I just don't even know. It seems this is the thing. Actually, after hearing all this, I have no idea. Did you I, have an idea prior? No, because before I heard not less about it and more that it was just mob-related, but I didn't hear all this. Quite frankly, there's nothing here that really says it's mob-related. It's possible, but it's possibly not. Honestly, uh, if- I mean, it's possible that someone went to rough him up, they broke his finger, and then it got out of control and he died somehow, but I don't know Dude, he's that. covered in gasoline. It's not even he died somehow. Oh, covered in gasoline. Well, that's good. Where did they get the gas from? Maybe they siphoned it. It seemed to be like a contraption that was in the car with him. No one had an iPhone back then? No one had an iPhone, believe it or not. Son of a bitch. I, you know, it to me, is like, if this was mafia, 
they people it would be a, it, it's not low level mafia to just to go and kill somebody like this mm-hmm. and people would know who melody was melody wouldn't be you know dating some mafia guy that no one knew of if it if it garnered if it warranted a, a murder there would be I, I think it would be a bigger deal I, I think that's just bullshit well he did fight the law and apparently the law won in this case. Ah, uh, well, again, this was, that was a cover. That was not his... Oh, he didn't write that? No. Who wrote it? I Fought the Law is a song written by Sonny Curtis of the Crickets. I'm Sonny Curtis of the Crickets. And popularized by a cover by the Bobby Fuller Four. I'm really angry at that, being Sonny Curtis. It was recorded originally... Let me tell you. Uh-huh. The name Sonny Curtis? Yes. That's, that, yeah, that's meant to be a star with that name. I'm yes. thinking of changing my name to Sonny Curtis right now. Are you kidding me? Sonny Curtis? That works. You could be on the Opry. You could be a rapper. Okay. Speaking of rapper. Uh-oh. I'm surprised there isn't a rapper named Blank Mortis. Yeah? Okay. Uh, anywho. So... This is con- continues to be an unsolved mystery. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We cannot solve this. We cannot solve this. You know, uh, the records have been sealed. And by records, I mean the 45. No one wants to hear that crap anymore. One of the worst Clash covers ever. How many Clash covers were there? Exactly. Okay. I'm more of a love and vain guy. Train in vain. Yeah, that too. All right. Train in vain. Now that is a unique sounding song by The Clash. I understand. Unless you consider rocking the Casbah. Uh-huh. Or that other one. Should I stay or should I go? No, the one where they have uh, beatboxes and it's like rap music. Oh, maybe I don't know which one you're talking about then. The Clash was a... Uh, they had a dual personality. Mm-hmm. They were like a punk band, and then they were also like a pop band. And the pop band aspect was Mick Jones. With uh, what's it, what was the band called? The Clash. No, after he had his solo project. Oh, I don't know. Yes, you do. I do. Yeah, it was like corny. Anyway, okay, never mind. Next. All right. So that was our unsolved mystery. Next, we have either conspiracy or a deep, dark secret. Deep, dark secret. All right. Are you ready for the deep, dark secret? Yeah. Is that a rapper's name? It could be. So, uh, are you familiar with Robert Kennedy? Robert F. Kennedy. Uh, Was he the attorney? Bro- yes, brother of John F. Kennedy. Yes, I'm familiar. He has uh, a son named Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Yes, I've heard of him. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is anti-Bill Gates, anti-vax, uh, anti-COVID, basically. He's not buying into it. So... Uh, not too long ago, he put up this whole thing on his Instagram account mm-hmm. about the evils of Bill Gates and his attempts at uh, 
getting a vaccine out there for if, the COVID. If I were RFK Junior, uh-huh. I would stay away from airplanes. All right. Any man with enough power as he has to go against someone as Bill Gates is putting his life in jeopardy. I I agree. He's very... So, stay off the airplane. Okay. Stay out the bushes. Are you ready? Yes. That looks like a guy I can trust. That's is Bill, that photoshopped? That's Bill Gates with Robert Fauci. This is, uh, again... Robert Fauci? Who's he? Who's what's Fauci's... Tony Fauci. Tony Fauci. Uh, I thought Robert Fauci was his grateful deadhead brother. Perhaps it is. But no, Tony Fauci. Fuck, fuck Tony Fauci. All right. Hey, what is this, a rap song? Robert Kennedy Jr. says, Vaccines for Bill Gates are a strategic philanthropy that feed his many vaccine-related businesses, including Microsoft's ambition to control a global vaccine ID enterprise and give him dictatorial control over global health policy. The spear tip of corporate neo-imperialism. Hmm. That sounds deep. Gates' obsession with vaccines seems fueled by a messianic conviction that he is ordained to save the world with technology and a godlike willingness to experiment with the lives of lesser humans. Promising to eradicate polio with $1.2 billion, Gates took control of India's National Advisory Board and mandated 50 polio vaccines, up from five, to every child before the age of five. Indian doctors blame the Gates campaign for a devastating vaccine strain polio epidemic that paralyzed 496,000 children between 2000 and 2017. We're talking a half a million kids Mm -hmm. paralyzed because of the vaccine that Gates pushed on them. Well, what does he have to say about it? In 2017, the Indian government dialed back Gates' vaccine regimen and evicted Gates and his cronies from the NAB. Polio paralysis rates dropped precipitously. Precipitously. In 2017, the World Health Organization reluctantly admitted that the global polio explosion is predominantly vaccine strain. Who admitted it? The WHO reluctantly admitted that the global polio explosion is predominantly from the vaccine strain, meaning it is coming from Gates's vaccine program. Hmm. The most frightening epidemics in the Congo, the Philippines, and Afghanistan are all linked to Gates's vaccines. By 2018, three quarters of the global polio cases were from Gates's vaccine. Well, who says this? This is Robert F. Kennedy. I know he says it, but where's he he's, getting his facts from? He's got the facts to back it up. He has all of his facts and figures. He's not just a guy out there. You know what I mean? I could, If this was Alex Jones, I, I could see people saying, well, I don't know if I believe this. This is Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Mm-hmm. 
In 2014, the Gates Foundation funded tests of experimental HPV vaccines developed by uh, GlaxoSmithKline and Merck on 23,000 young girls in remote Indian provinces. Approximately 1,200 of them suffered severe side effects, including autoimmune and fertility disorders. What's that, 10%? Or 1%? 5%. Uh, yeah, I was in between there. Seven died. Indian government investigations charged that Gates-funded researchers committed pervasive ethical violations, pressuring vulnerable village girls into the trial, bullying parents, forging consent forms, and refusing medical care to the injured girls. The case is now in the country's Supreme Court. In 2010, the Gates Foundation funded a trial of GlaxoSmithKline's experimental malaria vaccine, killing 151 African infants and causing serious adverse effects, including paralysis, seizure, and febrile convulsions to 1,048 of the 5,049 children. During Gates's 2002 Men Afrovac campaign in sub-Saharan Africa, Gates operatives forcibly vaccinated thousands of African children against meningitis. Between 50 and 500 children developed paralysis. South African newspapers complained, we are guinea pigs for the drug makers. Nelson Mandela's former senior uh, economist, Professor Patrick Bond describes Gates' philanthropic practices as ruthless and immoral. In 2010, Gates committed $10 billion to the WHO, WHO, promising to reduce population in part through new vaccines. When was the WHO developed? So the first uh, version of the WHO, hold on a second. Okay, in 1945, uh, at a United Nations conference, uh, some countries got together and uh, discussed creating an international health organization uh, that would work under the United Nations umbrella. Uh, Eventually, that, uh, that came about, I believe... In 1948, the first meeting of the World Health Assembly. 1948? What was happening then? 1948. Uh, That's when Israel was formed, around then, too. Well, that was when, I think... uh, United Nations. Let me ask you something. The Constitution of the World Health Organization was signed by all 51 countries of the United Nations and by 10 other countries on July 22, 1946. Another July 22nd number. Bobby Fuller died on July 22nd. If I was the World Health Health Organization, Mm -hmm. I would follow the lead of Lady Antebellum. And I would be suing Pete Townsend as we speak. All right. Because that motherfucker stole the name in the 60s (laughs) and uh, it should have been stopped a long time ago. Uh Because the two uh, stand for two different things. Yes. Roger Daltrey is against the things that the who stand for 
but he's in, into what the who stands for. I see. So how do you know where he stands? Uh, to, to just to clear up where Roger Daltrey stands in the world, we need to have them stop calling themselves the who. One or the other has to go. Uh, as I said before, in 2010, Gates committed $10 billion to the who. God damn it. Promising to reduce population. Tommy, can you hear me? Sorry. In part through new vaccines. So he has he wanted to reduce the world population through vaccines. Do you uh, understand what I'm saying? Yeah, but, uh, who's saying that? I'm sure he never said that. Bill Gates. Oh, doesn't that sound like murder? A month later, mm-hmm. Gates told a TED Talk that new vaccines could reduce the population. Uh, first, we've got population. Uh, the world today has 6.8 billion people. That's headed up to about 9 billion. Now, if we do a really great job on new vaccines, health care, reproductive health services, we could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15 percent. In 2014, Kenya's Catholic Doctors Association accused the WHO of chemically sterilizing millions of right, unwilling... Maybe Pete Townsend needs to, ster- uh, to sue these people because they seem to be doing the bad stuff. Sterilizing millions of unwilling, uh, unwilling Kenyan women with a phony tetanus vaccine campaign. So they told these women they were giving them tetanus shots and they were sterilizing them. Uh, can you imagine one of the women there who wants to opt out of the suit? Quite and frankly, she was tired of getting pregnant. Independent labs found the sterility formula in every vaccine tested. So no matter what the vaccine was, it was also uh, sterilizing them, no matter what the vaccine was. Uh, Someone needs to put this man behind bars. No shit. But uh, how come no one's talking about this? Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is talking about it. Well, let me ask you something. Who's listening to him? The people in the White Hats are listening. How about the White House? After denying the charges, the World Health Organization finally admitted it had been developing the sterility vaccines for over a decade. Similar accusations came from Tanzania, Nicaragua, Mexico, and the Philippines. So you wouldn't put it past them to develop a virus to make everyone take a vaccine. That's exactly where we're going. Okay, can I have my Twinkies now? A 2017 study, Morganson et al., 2017. That is not a Twinkie. No, that is the name of the study. Showed that the World Health Organization's popular DTP vaccine is killing more African children than the diseases it pretends to prevent. Vaccinated girls suffered 10 times the death rate of unvaccinated children. Gates and the World Health Organization have refused to recall the lethal vaccine which the World Health Organization forces upon millions of African children annually. Yeah, you go to the doctor and they tell you to get a flu shot. If you say no, they look at you like you're a lunatic. Global public health advocates around the world accuse Gates of hijacking the World Health Organization's agenda away from the projects that are proven to curb infectious diseases, clean water, hygiene, nutrition, and economic development. They say he has diverted agency resources to serve his personal fetish that good health only comes in a syringe. 
in addition to using his philanthropy to control the World Health Organization, UNICEF, uh, GAVI, whatever that is, and PATH, Gates funds private pharmaceutical companies that manufacture vaccines and a massive network of pharmaceutical industry front groups that broadcast deceptive propaganda, develop fraudulent studies, conduct surveillance and psychological operations against vaccine hesitancy, and use Gates' power and money to silence dissent and coerce compliance. In his recent nonstop far media appearances, Gates appears gleeful that the COVID-19 crisis will give him the opportunity to force his third world vaccine programs on American children. Well, I'm glad I'm not an American child. Yeah. I'm glad we don't have a child. Is JFK Jr. running for anything other than his life? Uh, you know, I think he might have been a... a uh, with with information like this, he can't be a Democrat. All the Kennedys are nuts except him, or is he the only one that they think's nuts? Who say? Not, you know, the people who would back a Kennedy. Look, if there was a Kennedy available to run for president, you don't think they would be pushing the shit out of him right now? I don't know that they would run for president. It doesn't matter. They'd be forced to if they were in on the agenda. They'd be groomed to. You wouldn't rather have RFK Jr. than Biden? Are you kidding me? They could push that in 10 seconds. I don't know that he's a Democrat. And well, that's what I'm saying. With that kind of, with the, what he's saying, he's not a Republican either. No one, no one talks like that who's part of the program. That sounds like... Oh, he is a Democrat. My, my yeah, bad. Well, he's not, he's not, they haven't mentioned him, you see? They're not talking about him because he's a lone nutter. Do you know who he's married to? Lone Nutris. Uh, Maria Shriver. It's crazy. Cheryl Hines. Cheryl Hines. Well, that's a problem. Why is that a problem? I thought she was enchanting. Right. I, I want her to be safe. She needs to get away from this fucking lone nut before she gets killed in a car accident. He is not a lone nut. Yeah, tell that to the people who are going to frame his ass as a lone nut. He's not a lone nut, Tell though. that to David Icke. The man's been banned from everything. Dude, David Icke has been canceled. Alex Jones has been canceled. They try to cancel everybody. They cannot cancel a Kennedy. Yeah, they can. They can fuck right off. You know off. how they cancel Kennedy? It's called, oh, accidental overdose. Who who knew he was a pill addict? Well, you know what? They cancel Breitbart. They cancel him. I mean, it's it's true, but I feel like uh, I feel like he's on to them. That's what I'm saying. He needs to watch his back. I, I feel like there would be a hell of a less. He should be working for Trump. There should be there would be a, a less of an investigation for an Andrew Breitbart than there would be for a Kennedy. I hear you. Now wait a second. Mm-hmm. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. He mm-hmm. was John Kennedy Jr.'s. I guess cousin. Cousin. I would say they're first cousins. Well, that sounds gross. Uh, he's an American environmental lawyer and activist, author, and anti-vaccinationist. Kennedy is the son of Robert F. Kennedy and nephew of former President John F. Kennedy. So, he's he is a Democrat. Where does he live? Where does he live? 
Um, still in Massachusetts? Or he said, you know what? Fuck the whole Massachusetts thing. I gotta get away from you people. I guess I don't know where he lives. Uh, I mean, if he's Cheryl Hines' husband, perhaps they live in the L.A. area. He looks a lot like his father. Yeah. Yep. So, this isn't so much about him, though, as it is the Bill Gates thing. I understand. This is this is all, like I said, he's not making these numbers up. He's not making any of this up. I was just saying, why aren't they reporting on this? <laughs> You're kidding, right? Why Who's isn't they? Tucker, why isn't Tucker Carlson getting in on this? He might have. I don't know. Tunky Tonkison. This is... Bill Gates is not to be trusted. Why doesn't Juan Williams go on about this? It's not Lionel Richie related. I, honestly, do you want to know the truth? I think the Dems would love population control. Their, their hero, Margaret Sanger, has a whole book about eugenics and how we've got to keep black people from having babies. That's where, that's literally why Planned Parenthood was started. I have a Margaret Sanger book. All right, hey, we don't got to tell everybody you're a racist. I, well, I bought it because it was a first edition. Uh, I got a first edition Mein Kampf. Doesn't mean it can make me a bad guy. You do? No, but if uh, I did, wouldn't that be something? It would... I don't know that it would make you a bad guy. I mean, it, you may... make me rich? I don't... I just don't even know. Signed by Hitler? I don't think he was famous when he wrote it, though, was he? This book has Eva Braun's uh, mucus on it. Why do I think he was in jail or something when he wrote it? I don't know. I'm not sure. But uh, I I went through an eBay phase uh, probably 15 or 20 years ago. Ah, the good old days of eBay. And I bought so much stuff that I thought one day would be worth money. And uh, first edition books that I could afford at the time, I would buy. And I, I, I bet this one is worth money because it's not only a first edition book, but in it was a letter from Margaret Sanger herself, signed. Uh, so it's probably worth quite quite a bit or you know, way more than I paid for it alright we'll find it and pawn it well you know we could do that or we could you know read from it no, and, and watch the, the left melt down at how racist this woman and the organization she started truly are uh, they did not want black people to have babies they did not at all want that They she thought that black people were inferior and she did not want them having children and that's the beginning of Planned Parenthood uh, I wish I had the book right in front of me I could just quote quote from it but uh, they are disgusting people so yeah, that's nice. yeah but they you know they have thousands of people millions of people billions of people cheering for Planned Parenthood it's and trick or treat for UNICEF well, it's all the same though. It's all the let's find let's let's find a way to get these people to cheer the the disgusting shit that we are we are laying on them, whether it's the vaccines or abortion. I mean, there was a room full of people that voted for partial birth abortion, late-term abortions and they cheered it. It's 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 fucking mind-numbingly gross these people. So, uh, yeah, Bill Gates, I've, you know what? He's gross. 
He's fucking caused a lot of damage. They, again, look what they're doing. They go to Africa to these poor people and shove these vaccines in them because it's racist. Because they're the racist ones. It's it's fucking gross. Fuck them. Cocks. Did you have anything more you wanted to say? No. Are you sure? No, I've said it all. All right. I didn't think that you could say more about Bill Gates. Would you, if Bill Gates came up with a vaccine, would you take it? Bill Gates. For COVID-19, here's the vaccine. No. Nope. Absolutely not. And if I had a kid, I would not take it either. They're forcing you to take... Look, they're forcing you to wear masks. If you don't want to wear a mask, they are going to start arresting you. And it's all a lead up to forcing you to take the vaccine. They're trying to get you in the mindset of, I'm just doing what they're, they, they're telling us to do regarding the COVID. I have bad lungs, so I will uh, wear a mask, though I'm sure it doesn't help me at all. Um, unless it's the N95, but uh, those are rare and hard to find. But if you are an otherwise healthy person, they're just tr- it's just more control. That's what it is. So that's how I feel about that. And Bill Gates can uh, eat my ass as far as I'm concerned. Let's not reward Bill Gates. <laughs> You're gross. All right. Uh, what have we done? We've done... Uh, oh, that was the deep, dark secret. The Bill Gates deep, dark secret that he is killing and maiming and paralyzing people with his vaccines. And you'd never know because, God forbid, it it make its way into the mainstream. It won't. I'm sure I'm going to know it. Uh, I don't know what that's supposed to mean. All right. So now we've got our conspiracy. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Did you hear about the Wayfair conspiracy? What has just happened recently in the, in the past week or so? Uh, no. You any idea what I'm talking about? I've seen some headlines, but I don't bother to read them. All right. I'm too busy looking at Jews. Uh, okay. Uh, is that... Uh, hmm? at, your, at your own self, or...? No, it's just some sort of a thing I do. You just you you Jew watch? Yes, Jewwatch.com. In the mirror? No, I set I a camera up in a uh, in a Jewish neighborhood and just spy on them. Okay, there are no Jewish neighborhoods in. No, I'm saying it's like set down in Jersey. I see. Yeah, it's a remote cam. Uh-huh. Jewwatch.com. Come on, join me. Okay. These Jews are fanatical. Well, some are. I guess. The Jews I'm watching are. I see. I don't know what Jews you watch. I don't. I only have the one. He's sitting right across from me. Oh, well, don't look too closely. He's watching Jews. Okay. Uh, so, last week, uh, this popped up. Hey, that's is not it, nice. What? 
Is it possible Wayfair is involved with human trafficking? So can we just say no? It's not possible. It's absolutely possible. Oh, man. Why? What now? <laughs> they have a... Uh, human trafficking? They can't even get my post office box correct. They have... Who? Wayfair? What? I'm just saying. I don't know what you're talking They're about. They're incompetent. Okay. Uh, Wayfair has a uh, their own brand of WFX utility cabinets. Okay. Do they contain children? They perhaps do. Hmm. So they have these. Uh, if you ever go to Wayfair.com, well, they've they've scrubbed them from their their website. Oh, they have. Yes, uh, they've scrubbed them from the website. Well, but I happen to have a couple if you need them. They have these cabinets for sale, just storage lockers. Yeah, something that probably is not worth more than 120 bucks. Mm-hmm. Fifteen thousand dollars. What? Not only are they fifteen thousand dollars, but they are—they're—it's all the same cabinet, but they're named differently. Well, what do you mean? Well, here we have the Naraya storage cabinet for fourteen thousand four hundred ninety-nine dollars. Next to it, we have the Yuritsa storage cabinet, same cabinet, WFX utility, thirteen thousand eighteen hundred eight hundred dollars. Here we have the Samia. Storage cabinet, $12,899. And here we have the Olivia storage cabinet, $12,699. Okay. I want the most expensive one. Each of those names I just read to you are the names of missing children. Well, that sounds too coincidental. There's... Four names here mm-hmm. that if you asked me to list a thousand names, mm-hmm. I would absolutely never had said any of these names. So what happens Naraya, when you click on it? Yuritsa, Samia, Alvia. I don't understand. What happens when you click on it? Well, that's that's the thing. What does happen? If you click on it, uh, people are speculating that there's you click on it and you pay, right? So... It's almost like Amazon or Walmart. Yeah. How they have third-party buyers in there somehow. Yeah. So it seems, it would seem that, I would say that maybe Wayfair itself isn't doing this, but maybe they are. Somebody in Wayfair, I don't know. But if you uh, pay, there's probably someone contacts you and then you go from there. And this is a legitimate way to pay for something like this. You know, it's a Wayfair purchase. That's yeah. all it shows up as. Yeah. Naraya, Yuritsa, Samia, and Alivia. All four missing children. Uh, it sounds like uh, pharmaceutical drugs. Nope. Nope, that's not what it is. So what do other people say about it? Who's, who purchased one? No one purchased well, one. Well, how do they know it's, how do they know this? Well, because you can, you could have at the time they went right to the website. They could see that these were fifteen thousand dollar cabinets, and they saw the weird name. They saw that all these were the same uh, cabinets, basically, and they just started then saying to themselves, "Why is this thing fifteen thousand dollars? It's literally not worth it, quite frankly." So, what's the company say? The company 
uh, first scrubbed their website of all of these things. Mm-hmm. They also had... Wait, sim- wait, wait, wait. Wayfair did? Yep. No, but what about the company that's working with Wayfair? That's Wayfair's brand. Okay, so then it's Wayfair. Well, it could be that, you know, say you bought Amazon, you bought a, a thousand Kindles. Mm-hmm. They're still Kindles, right? But you were going to sell them on Amazon as a third party. So it could have been something like that. Yeah. Where somebody bought, you know, a hundred of these cabinets. All right. And then is just reselling them. On, you know what I mean? So I, I, I'm not 100% sure. Mm-hmm. However... Uh, there were these, and there was also these pillows. Egan, Dunstan, Dunning, Duplessis. $10,000. Who names their kids Duplessis? All of these. Missing children. Who named their kid Duplessis? Nobody. That's why there's so, they're so rare. It's so rare of a name that it comes up that it is a missing child. You go steal a kid. Wouldn't you steal a kid with a, a common name? You don't name? know. You don't fucking know the kid's name when you steal a kid. You're just having to get a duplessis? Look. $10,000 for these pillows that are supposed to be Zodiac signs. They're not Zodiac. There's no Egan Zodiac. There's no Dunstan. This is a Zodiac. So, who, what happened? Here is a video posted by one Twitter user showing how certain cabinets can be found in Google image search, but not on the actual Wayfair website. Mm-hmm. So it's a back end. Maybe it was a hiccup on Wayfair's end to not remove the secret cabinets from Google images, but deleting it definitely made it seem worse. And now I'm starting to get on the Wayfair Child trafficking awareness well, moment. How do we know the cabinets weren't filled with with drugs? Because they they probably wouldn't have used the names of missing children. Probably, but how do we know? We don't know. I now, mean, let me ask you something. Mm-hmm. If I gave you a name, yes, you could probably find a child missing with it. Not 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 such these names. Are you sure that we can Dave, find it? Again, maybe that's just a coincidence. It's not a coincidence. Stop it. How do we know what's Stop in the cabinet until you know? It's uh, not a co- They can't figure it out? Yuritza, missing what the hell is since that? June 20. 20- She's Yuritza is one of the cabinets, and sh- this young lady is, has been missing since uh, June 10th. And when was the cabinet old. listed? I'm not sure when the cabinet was listed. I'm not sure. This is all unfolding. Literally not even... It's been five or six days at, well, the, at the time that we're would, recording I'm this. I'm all for it, but I would like to know some proof. Worked for Wayfair. I wouldn't be surprised the boxes were heavy as fuck for no reason. We had something called ASAPs, which meant we had to load them faster, and all of them were fucking huge. Wayfair child trafficking skew numbers. This one is hard to see. Twitter users took the next obvious step in this Wayfair child trafficking investigation. They took the UPC and the SKU numbers from the products and searched them. On, such, on sites such as Bing and Google, they either, either came up with no results or showed the same cabinet, but at a normal price. But when you go to a specific Russian website, however, when you put those numbers in, yeah. you get pictures of kids. Little blonde boys and girls. Yeah. Yes. So now what? So, like I said, this is all unfolding. Uh, 
there's a video I will link uh, I will link to it there's a video where uh, there's a gentleman talking about the whole thing happening uh, you know it was posted uh, July 10th he's showing you tweets he's showing you pictures from the Wayfair uh, website and as he's making his video, mm-hmm. Wayfair is scrubbing their website. Mm-hmm. Oh, do you blame him? So I, I'm just saying it was happening in real time where this is so this is so new that this guy was talking about it. And he was showing the pictures of the pillows and then showing the missing kids that are uh, linked to those pillows. And uh, then he goes back to check on something else and boom, gone just gone now if you were the family of the missing kid wouldn't you have ordered the cabinet again this is only sorry this is only just coming out so it's not like people have known for years that there's a cabinet with a kid's name on it i'm just saying they they would pay probably a lot more than twelve thousand to get the kid back of course they would that's a cheap cabinet but honestly they don't there's now what you did is they removed these cabinets now you're never going to get the kid back could have got him back for twelve grand. Now you can't. Now, now you ain't gonna get him. Yeah. So what about that? I don't Someone should have purchased understand. the kid, and then we could get them back. Somebody on Reddit or 4chan is the one that came up with this. It wasn't a parent that Look, looked into this. I'm just saying this. they shit the cover. They should have carried out a sting. Instead, now the how, gig is up. How do they know to carry out a sting? They well, just, how about they mind their own business? Hand it over to the authorities. Y'all solved a case without cracking it. Does anybody trust the authorities these days? I don't days? trust Twitter, and the Twitter users just fucked up. Don't you see what I'm saying? We could have gotten this crazy named kid back for 12 grand. But now, the motherfucker's gonna be dead, and we ain't got a cabinet. Or a cabinet maker. Huh. So, you think they helped, but they actually just killed a kid. I don't know if they helped. I don't know if they killed a kid, but... I do. I feel like everybody is shutting down this conspiracy as a conspiracy when there's, it's quite clear something is happening here. How about here. you hand it over to the authorities, they carry out the buy, and we take it from there. Hi, FBI. This is uh, John Smith. I have this uh, John conspiracy Smith, that, that I... that sounds made up. I think that uh, Wayfair is trafficking children in okay. their $15,000 cabinets. come on in. We'd like to talk to you in person. No, that's not what they'd say. They'd say we'd check into it, and they never would. Well... When we have a failure to communicate. Look, we just—I was—we just did a whole episode on uh, Gislin or Ghislaine or whatever the fuck her name is, and those girls, some of those girls, that one girl, Virginia Jeffrey, uh, maybe the uh, one of the other girls, went to the FBI. They don't—they didn't care. They didn't look into it. People do not trust the FBI right now to look into shit. Well, so, uh, some this random. Didn't help. Some random person on Reddit or 4chan, whichever it was first, found this, and they do what they always do. I hope they're happy with their results. Because I don't see any kids return, and I don't even know what happened. Yeah, but now we can This is what happens when when a civilian gets involved with a, a case in action, in progress. You just you just blew the whole investigation. You think this was a case in progress? Uh, well, certainly isn't now. I don't think it ever was. Man, they just blew the whole thing. You can't do that. 
they they stepped in and shit the bed. It would be like Charles Lindbergh's kid is kidnapped and some maniac comes in and thinks they're going to solve the problem and the kid's dead because of it. That's all. I'm sorry they're being sold to cabinets, but I don't think Twitter users should be stepping into a, in a crime case. I mean, who who to go to? Not unless they got a kid in hand and they, they save the day. How do they save the day now? Now the Russians are just going to do something else with those kids. So thank you, but no thank you, uh, Mr. I'm going to butt in. I mean, I, I think now we know, right? Yeah, we know where the kids ain't for sale anymore. Could have got them back for less than 15 grand. Or, or there was nothing in the in the cabinet. We'll never know now. Actually, I think this all led. This all was started as a result of that that Reddit account that people are convinced was Ghislaine's uh, Reddit account that she was getting paid by Reddit to be a poster. Well, I don't know any about. I don't know. So people went back through her post history, and I think this is this is as a result of that. She has something to do with the cabinets. This something. This is this this led to that her her Reddit account, uh, or supposed Reddit account, led down this road somehow. Um, so maybe it was Reddit first, but uh, what's WTF stand for? What do you mean? Is that Wayfair's company? WTX. What's WTAF? Or WFX? That's theirs. Oh, what the actual fuck? Oh, God. I thought I was dealing with a human. Okay, never mind. I mean, that's the way people talk. Anyway. uh, All right, so that was it for our conspiracy. Yeah, it's a terrible thing, but I don't think they're helping. They're not. Well, I mean, they're, they're, it's, it's been revealed. And I, it's, as quickly as it was revealed, you have to realize that there are tons of, you know, Snopes, everybody, usual suspects jumping on this and saying, you know, much too quickly. No, this can't be real. This can't be real. It's kind of like with the Pizzagate. No, what wasn't it can't real? Be real. What's not real? The ad isn't real? They're saying that it's that it has nothing to do with trafficking. So why would it be 13000 for a cabinet? Exactly. But what do they say? They're not saying. They're not fucking saying. Uh-huh. Believe me, there's something here. There's something fucking. Did John Podesta here. order one of these? He might. Who knows? Is Chester Bennington in one of them? I don't know. Anyway, uh, so that has been our uh, episode number eighty-six of the podcast. This is uh, episode number, or uh, this is uh, volume number six of conspiracies. Unsolved Mysteries and Deep Dark Secrets. Interesting. Mm. Mm. You saw these aren't tool cabinets? Like Snap-on? I've seen them being about five grand a cabinet. No, these are not those kind. Are you sure? These are literally the kind that you would have if you had like a... Had a tiny office and you had a little cabinet with metal doors that you opened up and you put your little, uh, 
you know, your paper, your oh, pens. So $200 maybe, max. Uh, m- max. Is one of them called Max? I don't know. Maybe. Is he missing? They're all gone off the website now. So See? That's what I'm saying. Where can we find them? The pillows, it was funny watching, well not funny, but watching this guy's video because they were, they were first they were $10,000 and then he clicked away. He clicked back and all the, the pillows were there, but they were like at a regular price, like 30 bucks. And he's like, oh, that's weird. They just changed the price. And then I don't know if he clicked on a pillow and then clicked back and then they were just gone. Hmm. Uh, I, like I said, I will link that down below in the show notes. Um, Sounds to me like Wayfair needs to be put out of business. There's some crazy goings on for sure. And all these third, third party, third party sellers. Yeah. That needs to just go away. Yeah. Third party seller. Go to, that was what eBay used to be. Yeah. That's your space. Go there. Thirdpartyseller.com. What the hell do you have to do with Amazon? How can, how am I an affiliate for Amazon just because I sign up? What gives me the right to work for Amazon? I guess it's, uh, my guess is also it launders money because I get, if you're paying through the Wayfair website, you're going through their bank, you're, you're, it's, it's money laundering, right? I guess. Where if you go through eBay, you're only going through PayPal. Hmm. So that's, PayPal is going to red flag a lot quicker than just Wayfair furniture store. So it's 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 money at the very least it's money laundering at the very least it's a way to to launder I don't know drug money gun money I don't know Why would know. they call it the name of missing children That I don't know that's a, a whole other animal um maybe it's not just maybe yeah. it's child trafficking and money laundering Who was the I don't genius know. who put this together that they were named after missing children how do you know they that? just started to because it's the same cabinet over and over again with the only thing that's different is the name and the price and so they start uh googling the names and the names uh were missing children again and these are these are not it's not dave smith is missing or bobby jones is missing or or jill monroe is missing mm-hmm. it's these really specific names that are extremely unique. So uh, it's it is, and the quickness with with which people went online to discount this theory and to say it was crazy it, it tells me that there is something here. Interesting. It's fucking maddening all right again let's let's uh, sign off for now uh if you don't mind no, it's was fine. there anything you wanted to say no that seems to wrap uh, it up all right so uh yeah that's it for episode number 86 of the podcast uh we have tons more episodes available on middleagecoolkids.com all the episodes Plus uh, some Dave reaction videos. Uh, Dave's not into doing the reaction videos. It, it, we found out he's just not, just not into it. I guess. 
I guess, uh, what is it? You don't want to be mean? Well, maybe I should just react to videos I like. Yeah? Right. See, he doesn't want to be mean to videos he doesn't like. Uh, but that's kind of the fun part. <sighs> but I, I get it. He doesn't want to be mean. He doesn't want to hurt somebody's feelings. I don't know. It's I got to rethink the whole thing. Well, the thing is with YouTube, if you want to get people to watch them, you've got to do the, you got to spit them out. Oh, aren't they needy? You got to do the Davey 504 one or two videos a week. Oh, man. Otherwise, they forget about you pretty quick. Well, why don't you see about that? All right. All right. We're really going to go this time. I swear We're to you. We're going to get good at it, oh, if you will. Oh, boy. All right. We will see you next time, America. Goodbye.